Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's up, baseball family? It's Brig here with the Baseball Together podcast. We are super excited that you're here joining us on our Thursday Night Live. I say our, even though Brad is not with us today. He had family obligations come up. I am flying solo, and it is awesome. So thanks for being here. As always, if you uh, jump on and you want to interact, please do. We would, I would love that. I'm so used to saying we. I would love that. Go ahead and let me know who's here. Uh, jump in, throw your name in the comments, and I will get to them as I can. If you have questions or comments or snide remarks or anything you want to add to the show, go ahead and drop that in the comments as well. doesn't matter if you're on YouTube, Twitch, or joining us on Facebook, either in the private VIP group or on the Facebook page. We are grateful. I am grateful you're here. Anyway, baseball family, couple of housekeeping items just at the beginning to get us started. Don't forget that you can subscribe to The Big Show. It comes out every Tuesday morning, anywhere you podcast. It doesn't matter if it's Apple Podcasts, if you're on Stitcher or Podbean or Spotify. I love Spotify. I'm on Spotify all the time. So that's where I get my podcast content. But we also publish to YouTube. The Big Show comes out every Tuesday morning, and uh, that's important. So keep that in mind. For Put that in your hat for just a second. If you dig what we're doing here, don't forget you can jump onto Patreon as well. We have three tiers of support that you can use to uh, to help us keep doing what we're doing and help us get some new ideas off the table um, and up into the air. We have a $5, a $10, and a $15 router package. Each of those comes with their own perks. The perk that everyone seems to love right now is the unedited version of the big show that comes out on Tuesdays. This is Partly production meeting, partly behind the scenes coverage, lots of inappropriate comments and jokes that you just plain old do not get on the big show because uh, we try to keep that one family friendly. Anyway, we are going to get into some current events tonight before I go ahead and preview what you can watch this weekend and where and when and which series I think you should get into. Uh, But we're going to do some current events. We're going to go a little heavier on the current events tonight than we usually do on Thursday Night Live. And there's a really special reason for that. This week on The Big Show, Brad and I are going to give you an opportunity to hear from uh, a a personality that we both really enjoy hearing from. And he came on our show. We really loved talking to him. His name is David Samson, for those of you that don't know. 
Uh, David Sampson was the former president of the Florida Marlins and then the Miami Marlins. He did that for years and years, and he is now has we, we the, the episode is recorded. He came on the show. He was a guest appearance on our show. So instead of doing a current events segment and breaking it up the way we usually do, we get right into the episode with him. We get right into a rundown. You get to introduce him to you as our baseball family, uh, break the ice a little bit, and then we dive into a bunch of questions and conversation that honestly blew our minds a little bit in some cases. We learned so much talking to him, and it was so enjoyable to have a real behind-the-scenes, front-office look at what's going on in Major League Baseball. And that's on Tuesday, Tuesday morning, anywhere you podcast. Please tune in and get that. Don't forget to subscribe so that you make sure you do. Okay, let's cook this off tonight and talk about the Atlanta Braves. The Atlanta Braves used to be the strikeout kings of Major League Baseball. They could not do anything at the dish, and suddenly they have won 14 in a row almost since the day we talked about their streak, their strikeout streak. I don't know what has gone on here in Atlanta, but it is crazy, and it is so much fun to watch. The next time, they've, they've now won 14 in a row. For those of you that uh, don't really follow the Braves or the, the NL East at all, they've won 14 in a row. They play again tomorrow. That's Friday. That'll be at Wrigley. 2.20 p.m. Eastern time is when you can uh, tune in to, to see that game if, you're, if you want to watch the Braves and see if they continue their streak. Okay, all of this has gone on while Ozzy Albies has a broken foot. A few days ago, Albies broke his foot in Washington. They had a 6-1 to one lead, and in the fifth inning, he grounded off to short, but he never even made it out of the box. Don't know what happened. The video footage that I've seen doesn't make anything very clear at all, but he broke his foot. To me, this, this screams stretch fracture. I don't know exactly... Uh, like nothing official has been reported other than he's he's landed on the 60-day IL and we do not know when we're going to see him back. And interestingly enough, he the team continues to win. They continue to kill it. And that's fascinating to me. It's the same thing going on in San Diego. If you jump all the way across the country. In San Diego, Tatis is out and the team keeps hustling. They keep winning and they're on a tear as well. It's bonkers. It's absolute bonkers. I love it. I think what's going on uh, with this young talent and the kind of the next man up mentality is my style of baseball. I love it entirely. So I'm excited to see what has happened. But uh, these teams keep winning and winning, even without these star-studded talent, um, you know, in the lineup. But I digress. Let's get back into injuries, okay? I've got some updates for you. Strasburg, Nationals. Strasburg comes on. He gets one start. Boom, back on the I.L. So don't if you're if you got him on your fantasy team, maybe put him back on the bench because he is not in the ball game anymore. He's back on the IL. Liam Hendricks, the Chicago White Sox, he's out with forearm strain, and we all know what that means. Forearm strain usually leads to an indication of Tommy John, or I should say, an announcement that you're going to get Tommy John surgery. So hopefully, forearm discomfort, forearm strain, tightness, whatever, isn't going to do that for Liam Hendricks, but. That's pretty much what happens. So we'll keep our fingers crossed for him. Walker Bueller. We know he's been out with a flexor strain, but he's now also had surgery to remove bone spurs from his elbow. I think he had Tommy John in 2015, if I remember right. But he's got, he, so he's coming off of that. Um, this is years later now, but 
he's he's developed bone spurs in his elbow, so he was removed for that reason. Um, Ryu, Toronto's Ryu is out for the rest of the season. He needs elbow surgery as well. So that'll be a season ending event for him. Again, if any of these guys are on your fantasy rosters, time to get them off. Speaking of which, DeGrom is on my fantasy roster and the New York Mets are reporting that him and Scherzer are on their way back. They're making progress and returning toward the starting lineup. We don't know when nobody seems to know. Nobody seems to want to talk about it. Uh, and, and give us definitive dates. But again, the Mets seem to keep win to, to keep winning. I don't know what is happening, but it's very exciting. Just is. Okay, couple of current events. I'm trying to go fast. I hope that's okay for everybody. Couple of current events we got to get into. Craig Council is now officially the winningest coach in entire Milwaukee Brewers history, the whole franchise. Um, that happened a couple of days ago. He the, And I think this is a, a wonderful for a number of reasons. The first thing is that, you know, he's, the I think, the third longest tenured manager in Major League Baseball right now. Um, he's the longest tenured manager in that organization's history. He played for Milwaukee, and he's from Wisconsin. Figure that out, right? So all those things compound to make this not just a wonderful feat of Major League Baseball history and success, but there's layers to the story, and you know we always love the layers to the story. The Yankees have won 13 in a row at home, not necessarily 13 in a row total. 13 in a row at home, that's the first time since 1973. Um, Right now they're the best team in baseball, and it's really, really hard to argue um, with their capabilities they have the next man up thing going on as well which makes me happy (laughs) but but it's it's terrifying when they go around the league honestly they just and what is up with matt carpenter he came out of nowhere and has become this just powerhouse home run hitting phenom that uh apparently he knew was there all along but we all forgot and and discounted and then we just pulled him from free agency and he becomes this perfect backup player and, and, and now he's in uh, starting rotation more often than not, which is incredible because Josh Donaldson's um, suspension was upheld after the appeal. So it was only one game, but yeah, the whole Tim Anderson controversy and everything like that. Uh, it went the way of Tim Anderson. Everybody, everybody agrees. Tim Anderson was in the right. Josh Donaldson was in the wrong. One game suspension was upheld. It's already been served. Let's move on. Houston has posted twin immaculate innings. Now, let's talk about what an immaculate inning is for those of you that might not know. An immaculate inning is when the pitcher strikes out three batters in a row on nine pitches. Figure that out. Nine pitches, all three batters strike out. Retire the side. It's incredible. It's so incredible baseball family that it's only happened 108 times now in major league baseball history we also know what 108 signifies so that's kind of cool this has only happened 108 times in major league baseball history this is the uh this is the second and third instance that this has happened in this season alone to show you how frequently this may happen nasty nester up in new york is the other one to have done it this is the first time that two immaculate innings have occurred in the same day, in the same game, and 
on the same team. And they happened back to back one inning after the other one half inning after the other. Right. This is so this gets even deeper. (laughs) It gets even more incredible because Luis Garcia and Phil Matten, Maton, however you say his name, both guys did it. Those are the two pitchers that did it back to back, but they did it against the same three batters. I have no idea how that's possible, right? Nathaniel Lowe, uh, Ezekiel Duran, and Brad Miller all struck out. Boom, boom, boom. Maculate innings in Houston. Fantastic. Super exciting baseball history. Put that in your trivial pursuit package. Um, okay, pitch clocks. Got to talk about pitch clocks really quick. Because there are reports coming up from minor league baseball. I mean, we all know minor league baseball has been testing pitch clocks. And it's been a couple of years now. Uh, but it's having a tremendous amount of success on pace of play and gameplay overall. But now we have numbers to justify it. Last year, minor league baseball overall had an average of three hours and four minutes per game through June 14th of the season. Okay, This year, with the pitch clock, through June 14th, the average game is now down 29 minutes on average. averaging two hours, 35 minutes total with the pitch clock. Now, I don't know if that's the only thing that has changed, but everybody I've researched, all the reading I did said that that's the thing that they are citing as the greatest impact is that the pitch clock is, is speeding up games. Baseball family, do you like the pitch clock? Do you hate it? Is that one of those things like the mound visits? where we were all up in arms and we were all wondering how this was going to change the face of baseball and, and what it would ultimately do to the nature of, of strategy. And, and then it did nothing. It was absolutely a, a non-starter. It has been zero impact on my interactions with baseball. And it seems to impact the game, not at all, on the whole, it, even if that. I wonder how this will be. This pitch clock thing will be. Now, there's no plans to bring it up even in 2023 yet. There is talk about it. But so far, there's no commitment and there are no plans to do that. Okay. However, a 29-minute quicker game, like think about it. The game is over 30 minutes faster now. Now, we all know that minor league baseball moves at a, at a faster clip than major league baseball does on average because of the broadcasting and all the TV deals and everything that's going on with advertising. So this isn't going to translate exactly the same way. And I think that's part of the cause for pause as to why Major League Baseball won't adopt it wholeheartedly just quite yet. But it is a good example of of a way that we can make the game just a little bit faster. But it costs the fan base nothing, in my opinion. I have been through games. I mean, I've been to games where they've done the pitch clock all over the country now. And I'm telling you, it is not a factor. It's to me, it's just like the mound visits. Nothing changes. Nothing has has been disrupted. No, I've never seen it impact the game in any way that was outside of well, yeah, hurry up, right? I think, based on this data, now that we have empirical data to back it up, and ba- and coupling that with my personal experience in ballparks where the pitch clock is being used. I do not see why they don't move this up in the next couple of years to Major League Baseball. I would like to find out how Brad feels about it. So when he we get him on the show in the next couple of weeks, I will ask him the same question with this data in, in mind. However, I want to know what you think as well, baseball family. So you can jump in the mailbag or you can comment right now and let me know. What do you think? Have you seen the pitch clock in action? Were the games really that much faster? 
Um, is this hokum in your opinion? Is this is this a, a blown out of proportion statistic? I don't think so. It's my opinion. Let's move on because Manny Machado has done something very special. He has reached 1,500 hits and 250 home runs before he's turned 30 years old. He's currently 29. I think his birthday is July 6th or something like that. He joins only 16 other players in Major League Baseball history to do this. 16. And I would never usually read you every single name on this list, but I'm going to tonight because I think it's important. Starting from the most recent, moving back, Miguel Cabrera, Albert Pujols, Andrew Jones, Alex Rodriguez, Ken Griffey Jr., Eddie Murray, Ron Santo, Orlando Capeta, or Cepeda, sorry, Frank Robinson, Hank Aaron, Eddie Matthews, Mickey Mantle, Willie Mays, Mel Ott, Jimmy Fox, and my man, Lou Gehrig. Now, <laughs> that's an incredible list of names, right? And, and to put that into perspective, 12 of those names, 12 of those 16 names are on the Hall of Fame already. They're already in the Hall. Two of those names are current Hall of Fame ballots in A-Rod and Andrew Jones. The other two are almost certainly going to be first ballot inductees into the Hall of Fame, and that's Albert Pujols and Miguel Cabrera. So the question becomes, does, is this enough to push him into the conversation of a Hall of Fame career? There's, this is evidence that maybe so. The next question this brings up is, does he get to 3,000 hits? And I think that's an incredibly valuable question. And the answer is maybe. <laughs> so some of the math that you're going to need to know on this, let's just say he plays for the next 10 years, okay? Let's say he makes it to his age 40 season. He's 40 years old. He's going to have to play pretty much full seasons for that whole 10 years. Or, and or, he's going to have to record 127 hits per season for 10 seasons to reach 3,000 hits. Is that doable? Yes, it is. Is it doable for a guy like Machado? I think so. The guy is reportedly a tyrannical about his health and his approach as we've seen, has only improved over the last couple of years since he's been in San Diego. And he was already terrific in uh, Baltimore, even though we didn't like him as a personality. We talked about that last week on the show. If you haven't checked that out, Brad and I get into Manny Machado a little bit. But 127 hits is, is within reach over the next 10 years. Obviously, some are going to be a little higher. Some are going to be a little lower. But I think it's possible that Manny Machado joins the 3,000 hit club. And then I do think he goes to the Hall of Fame. I don't know. Right now, it's a good chance maybe. In 10 years, we might see it as being an absolute no-brainer. Okay. See what happens. Let's move on. Got to move on. Don't want this to be too long for you guys. The MLB is hosting our draft combine right now. And the combine is the thing the NFL has been doing for years. It's a big tryout is what it is. They're holding a big tryout right now. Part of it was today. The, the other part of it's tomorrow. It's a two-day event. It's in San Diego. It's at Petco Park. Okay? 
if you want to watch and you want to, <coughs> excuse me, you want to see how this is taking place, you can. <laughs> They're airing some like 10 hours of coverage of the combine and analysis to go with it on MLB TV. Um, and so I'm going to give you the dates and the, the uh, times that you can watch it. Okay. So let's see. There are 250 draft eligible players in attendance right now. Friday's coverage, so tomorrow's coverage, is going to begin. Uh, MLB Central's covering the action starts at 9 a.m. tomorrow morning. And that's 6 a.m. Pacific, 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific. There will be six and a half consecutive live hours of coverage from tomorrow until noon Eastern and 9 a.m. Pacific. And then um, MLB Network's going to get in and do a bunch of analysis for the rest of the day. Okay. But it's a it's a workout. What they're doing is they're doing a, it's a showcase. It's a, it's a tryout, but it's a showcase as well. It's a skills assessment, and they're getting everybody in doing high jumps and and tosses and batting practice and all these different things to make sure that the teams are aware of what's exactly uh, you know what skills are available, what talent pool looks like for the next couple of years, and this year in particular for the draft. Two hundred fifty players are in attendance. I love that they've gone to the comp- the combine model. I think it's really, really cool, and I love that they're advertising it and and uh, broadcasting it for us because this is what baseball needs. We need more insight. We need more behind the scenes. We need more coverage on what's going on, what the process looks like to get into Major League Baseball, how difficult it is, what the competition looks like, how steep that competition is, because that's going to make the cream of the crop feel more special. Brad and I talk about that all the time, how really the way Major League Baseball has set up their vetting process is kind of what it's like to get through the minor league system is rigorous and difficult in every single way. It's it's insane, Herculean efforts to get the Major League Baseball. Then once you get there, it takes all you got to, to improve and to keep getting better. So that when we talk about guys like Manny Machado, Albert Pujols, Miguel Cabrera, and those guys, like it's these guys really are that incredible because baseball is the most difficult sport in the world there you heard it here first all right last few minutes of this let's get into uh the weekend games you can you can you can tap into okay so let's start with tomorrow friday apple tv's got two games they're posting let's talk about apple tv for tomorrow you can watch the white Sox play the astros at 8 10 p.m eastern or you can watch cleveland's ball club face the dodgers at 10 p.m eastern you probably could watch both, which is the way they design it, by the way. So once the White Sox-Astros game gets boring because the Astros are crushing the White Sox, you can switch it over and watch Cleveland maybe beat the Dodgers, honestly. Because right now, the Dodgers, we don't know what we're going to get out of them. And they were just swept by the Giants, and they can't freaking see what's up and what's down. And it's it's staggering. And the Guardians are pretty good right now. They're pretty good. So I think it'll be really interesting and, and and really telling to see what we're getting from L.A. when they go and play Cleveland. We saw what we got from L.A. when they played San Francisco, and it was rough. So I'm excited to see what happens again. So, like I said, Friday at 8, start watching baseball with the White Sox. Once they start getting annihilated by Houston, switch it over at 10 p.m. Eastern, and you can watch L.A. Uh, suffer a little bit against the guardians. Okay. Saturday game times start at 4 10 PM on FS one. The Rangers are going to be at the tigers. 
and uh, the, the, the Tigers, the Tigers forgot how to play baseball. Even Javi Baez forgot how to play baseball. I don't know how to describe it other than it's uniquely disappointing. It's it is that upsetting to me that Javi Baez is playing this poorly, and I I'm just if somebody has an insight in what's going on, I mean. He signed this big deal with Detroit, and now it's not paying off for anybody. So I'm really, I don't know. If you have any insight into it, please let me know. But you can watch the Tigers play the Rangers, 4, 10 p.m. Eastern, FS1. Moving over to Fox, the evening games start tomorrow, or excuse me, Saturday, 7, 15 p.m., depending on where you are, what kind of broadcast uh, zone you're in. You can either watch Cleveland play L.A. again, or you can watch the Cardinals play the Red Sox. My money... I would rather watch Cardinals play the Red Sox. I think that'll be a more interesting game. And if you want to keep watch Goldie keep doing what he's doing, holy crap, Paul Goldschmidt is incredible to watch right now. Dude is playing out of his mind. He's having the season of his life right now. And uh, lots of MVP conversation about Paul Goldschmidt, and it's all justified, every bit of it. So if you get a chance to watch the Cardinals play baseball at all right now, I think it is must-see TV. The last game of the night that's worth noting will be on ESPN Plus and MLB TV if you pay for it. It's going to be the Twins at the Diamondbacks. Again, very interesting ball game. You'd think the Diamondbacks would get their, you know, you know what I was about to say. The Diamondbacks would get crushed by the Twins, but and that may happen. But it might not because the Diamondbacks are like the big surprise this season. We kept, I'm so shocked. I mean, I watched him beat L.A. twice in person. So, I don't know. It's, it's bananas. But that's at 10, 10 p.m. Eastern at Twins Diamondbacks, ESPN Plus and MLB TV. Now, Sunday. Sunday, if you have Peacock, and Brad does, he says it's really great. You can do the wake-up in baseball game is on Peacock this week. That's Phillies Nationals, 12.05 p.m. Eastern. And, uh, I mean, that I like watching the Phillies right now. They're fun to watch. Once Girardi left, the Phillies became fun to watch again. And and the Nationals, man, they're struggling hard. They are driving the struggle bus uh, right now. So the Phillies are are doing very well. I don't think they're going to catch New York. We've said we keep saying that, but they are playing very well right now. So that's a great game to wake up and watch. MLB TV, the free game of the week on Sunday will be Rays at Orioles. That's 1.35 p.m. This, uh, again, the Orioles, sometimes they just perk up and beat people. Um, and, and it could happen again. I don't, I don't know that it will happen to Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is a great ball club. So we'll see what happens. But that's the free game of the week, MLB TV, for anybody who wants to. 1.35 p.m. Eastern, Rays Orioles. The last game on Sunday that's worth noting will be the Angels of the Mariners. This is a really interesting game because um, the Angels just, well, the Mariners just need to win is what it comes down to. The Mariners need to win ball games. The Angels need to win ball games. So, and I know you could say that about anybody, but these are two teams that really, really need to win ball games. And when you get that, it's like, okay, Get the two best teams playing each other. This is kind of close to the two worst teams playing each other right now. It's not that bad, but it's there. It's there, Brad. <laughs> and they are they're gonna play each other 4 10 p.m. ESPN plus or MLB TV, whatever you want to watch it on. 
so there you go. That's what's going on. Those are the games to watch out for this weekend. And uh, baseball family, we really appreciate you joining us and listening in uh, tomorrow, if that's what happens, if you jump on the podcast and listen in. Thank you for your support on Patreon. Thank you for your support on the shop at 9plusus.com. That's N-I-N-E-P-L-U-S-U-S.com at 9plusus.com. You can go and grab yourself some nice stuff. I'm wearing my NC Dinos-inspired Baseball Together t-shirt. It's in Korean in the NC Dinos colors. Very exciting. This is my uh, Greenville Drive Copa hat I got going on tonight for those of you. I should have done a quiz to see if somebody wanted to answer what it was, but I didn't. So there you go. Baseball family, thanks so much for joining me tonight. Hope you enjoyed these Thursday Night Live quick 30-minute episodes and uh, everything that we're doing to bring you more baseball content more often at uh, at the highest quality we can, family-friendly for you and your kids. We love you. We're grateful that you're here with us, and we will catch you next week. Don't forget David Sampson on the podcast Tuesday morning. Do not miss that. It was so good. Catch you all later. Have a great weekend.